0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 281 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew. tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Our Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual water cooler discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the man who's canceling Game Pass and
1: selling his Xbox, sin like uh, guys you know i'm sorry to say it but i just can't do it anymore xbox you know i've been a loyal fan for probably 2 years now uh that's basically my whole entire life and the fact that they're just you know making these decisions like it, it just seems like they don't want They're fans anymore they don't care about us they're throwing us into the trash they're throwing us into the sewer they're stomping on us and then they're putting us back into their homes and then they're putting us in their toilets and putting them and then we're flushing us down into the into the sewer system so i i just can't do it anymore so i will be canceling my game pass i'll be selling my xbox to the first person who gives me their credit card information and that's all i can that's all i can say on the matter sorry microsoft sorry xbox you've lost another soldier Bang.
0: Well, uh, the war might indeed be coming to an end. Um, long story short, there have been some rumors, and this episode is going to be all about those rumors. Uh, we're going to start with the recap, telling everybody what's been going on. Likely, whatever comes out this week will be outdated by whatever comes out next week. But we'll go on the information as we have it. Um Funny enough, I wanted to talk about this topic for probably two episodes in a row. I just we just never had time to transition to this. So I was like, ah, I kept punting it. And good thing I did, because finally things have blown over. That's right. Console Wars might be over. Xbox might be done. it might be the end of an era because Xbox reportedly might be post uh, publishing, not one, not two, not three who knows, maybe all of his catalog onto PlayStation and possibly switch at some point down the road. So I'll, I'll give you guys a quick timeline of what we know, and then uh, we'll get into our thoughts and our opinions and what we think will happen. Uh, and and then we'll just wait to see what the response from Xbox is because as of recording this episode, there has been no public statement besides that there will be some uh, discussion about the future business updates coming next week. Um, Amanda's calling me, so I'm gonna mute real quick uh, mm-hmm, and see mm-hmm. what she wants. Just in case, you know, just in case there's no emergency, you. Want but then me to we'll take get over? back on the show. Take over. Talk about some.
1: You know, guys. Thank you guys so much for uh, letting me for lending your ear to me, for bending your ear towards my direction. So that way I can tell you a little bit about, uh, you know, about life, what it means to live, who we are as a people. Why do we continue to go on, even though life can be suffering at times? And I got to tell you that that meaning in life has to do with the fact that, you know, we just like, we just love to vibe. You know, we have to vibe. Vibing is the key to success in life. It doesn't matter if you're suffering. I'm back. All right. Oh, you're back. I talked to Amanda
0: and there was an emergency. She called me and she asked me, have we canceled Game Pass yet? Because Xbox is going down the drain. I told her, don't worry. We're going to be right on it. And why she's asking me that is because for the past several weeks, we've had rumors. All right. First, it started as Hi-Fi Rush is possibly coming to PlayStation, possibly coming to the Switch. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's 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 pretty exciting the x is an xbox exclusive it's coming to playstation this this is almost unheard of why is xbox mm-hmm. publishing a first-party single-player game on playstation and switch funny enough like people for the most part didn't really care about the switch part they were like oh yeah you know is you know switch are the good guys you nintendo's the good guys we could post <laughs> yeah you know, Nintendo they're, all,
1: they're notoriously good guys
0: yeah it's all it's all fun and family over on the Nintendo side. But it's like, PlayStation, wait a second. What's going on here? Then it was Sea of Thieves in Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, and, you know, people kind of said, okay, this is getting weird. Two games? Two games, both out of different categories. They're, it's not like they're all Bethesda titles. Like, what's happening? People are like, you know what? Sea of Thieves, I can see it. It's an always online game. It's a live service game. You need as many yeah, players as yeah. possible. Then I think over the weekend... We started to get, we started to get bombs. All right, you know, sometimes you have a little proxy war, like you know, it's, it's a cold war. Nobody's making moves. Then we start getting news. Starfield's are about to get ported oh, to PlayStation.
1: The big dog, huh?
0: Starfield, the game that just released on Xbox to, you know, I guess less than positive reviews. That banger is gonna go on PlayStation. What's going on? A lot of people bought Xboxes to play just Starfield. Starfield, but like, I mean, I guess this is not looking good, guys. But maybe it's just a Bethesda thing. Maybe they're Halo now. Halo has been announced before Ooh, we can even finish the Halo.
1: thought. Halo, we've never before seen
0: Halo Infinite, Gear Six.
1: Eesh. So
0: basically, all this news started leaking like uh, like the Titanic, and. Before you know it, all hell was breaking loose on Twitter and twitter only uh, i 'm not sure anybody <laughs> outside of Twitter and and the little YouTube spaces uh, gave a damn or even heard this news, but both of these platforms were break blowing up, and essentially what the the, the the rumors were was that all of these Xbox games and maybe every first party Xbox game would come to PlayStation uh, multi-platform possibly switch as well. Six to 12 months after release. Uh, a lot of fans said this was a spit in the f- Xbox spitting in their face. Phil Spencer was a liar. Um, you know, they were abandoning their fans, turning their back on their fans. And this inevitably in, in many people's eyes, many, I would you know, say somewhat overreactionary people was a death mm-hmm. spiral that would eventually result in Xbox, not making consoles anymore. Uh, Xbox basically becoming a third party publisher only and PlayStation dominating the console marketplace and charging us a thousand dollars for PS sixes and a hundred dollars for first party games. <laughs> so that is, that is what we know. And to, to to put us back into perspective, this is all rumors. We have nothing mm-hmm. had nothing officially confirmed rumors from relatively credible sports sources, but all rumors. Uh, and Phil Spencer came out and said, we hear you uh, will be giving an update to the business strategy uh, next week, uh, which is, you know, probably four or five days from when you guys are listening. If you're listening to it uh, as it releases. So with that all being said, sin. what were your initial reactions? What are your initial thoughts
1: on this news? You know, as a multi-platform gamer myself, um, you know, fortunate enough to be a seven-figure individual, um, able to have all uh, the consoles and a PC, I don't really care too much. I I don't really, you know, it doesn't really strike me as like something that's so bad. Um, However, I will say, you know, my initial, you know, gut reaction was like, "Oh, dang, okay, that's cool, I guess." Like, sure, I, you know, I'm of the I'm of the mindset that hey, games should be. I think every game should be all platform. We shouldn't really be all this exclusive stuff. Is kind of a thing of the past. You know, it feels antiquated in the same way. Like, you know, I remember the days where we we didn't even have cross platform multiplayer games. yeah Yeah, you you had to get a playstation if you wanted to play with or if you wanted to play with your playstation homie so um anything that's like multi-platform it's always been like you know a positive in my eyes it wasn't until i you know kind of started to you know feel a little bit of empathy is the word towards those folks who did just recently purchase xboxes who were like oh i you know kind of wanted to buy into this ecosystem because i felt like you know yeah I wanted to play these games so I bought into the ecosystem, so they feel like their money has been wasted and I understand hey four hundred dollars that's you know four hundred five hundred dollars that ain't uh that ain't something to just like you know laugh at you know these people are you know making these investments um uh, to play these you know specific types of games uh and I can see it as a spit in the face for those people, but I do think that they are in the minority uh or well, I don't know if they're in the minority or not, but I feel like they're in the minority and so therefore. Uh, This is an overall net positive if it is Mm. something that actually is real. So, yeah, Yeah. those are my initial thoughts.
0: I am essentially in the same regard as you. Um, I don't want to reiterate anything that you said, but so I'm plus one and I'll add that the only reason I have a Series X right now is because of uh, Game Pass, right? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like Xbox has not reached the point where they have convinced me that I should spend $70 on every first party title. Um, and looking back on the past several years, if Game Pass didn't exist, what titles would I get? Uh, like, Hi Fi Rush, Psychonauts, two are two of my favorite titles over the past years. And then what else? Like, we're talking, maybe I would have bought. I mean, maybe I don't know. Like, I I got a chance to play Starfield when it came out because I had Game Pass. But you know, if the reviews were so negative, like, would I have just held off on my $70? Cause seventy dollars? Because seventy dollars ain't nothing to scoff at. You know it what I'm ain't saying? Nothing to scoff at. No. Um, so, like, we're talking about two games, two first party games that I would probably for sure buy. Maybe throw in Forza there. Maybe throw in Halo Infinite because uh, I did enjoy those games as well earlier in the generation. Um And then, you know, you can't discount as well, you know, the countless indie games and third party games that I played on Game Pass. Like that's probably where the most of my value has come out over the years. Like I can't even, I I can't even make a list. Like I played uh, Death's Door on Game Pass, which is one of my favorite indies of that time. I might've played, I think i I can't remember if I bought Celeste or I played Celeste. I don't know, but there, I mean, I can't even list off. Right. So there's a lot of value that I've gotten out of game pass specifically. I don't know if I own any Xbox, uh, games outright for the console. Um, Dang, I don't really have a desire to own any Xbox games outright on the console. Um, it's just not how I see that platform. It's not how I see that console is like a, a first party machine. Like, Every now and again, if it's a third party game and like maybe Yakuza like a dragon, uh, maybe I would have bought that on the Xbox, like the new one, infinite wealth um, or maybe some other third parties. But now that I have a PC and now that I have a Steam Deck, I think that ecosystem is more ubiquitous in terms of buying my third party games on there. So the opportunity that Xbox had to get me as a third party customer has already been, you know beaten out by Steam Deck and their their new ecosystem that they've introduced, right? So it's really just the Game Pass aspect, right? And I am always, we have always said on this podcast, we're a don't look a gift horse in the mouth kind of people. It's like, I don't really <laughs> care who's funding Game Pass. I don't care how sustainable it is, but we're going to use this shit until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in that camp, right? Like exclusives coming to uh, PlayStation six months, 12 months down the road makes no difference to me. Uh, My investment in my Xbox is a hundred percent due to game pass, but I also love my series elite controller. Like I love that investment Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to feel, you know, any type of way about buying that. Um, But it all comes down to can the, in in my opinion, we'll talk about this in a minute. Can this decision hurt either? Can it hurt game pass? Like, does this, Mm in any way affect Game Pass down the road? Um, And two, does this make my PlayStation experience less pleasurable in terms of like, does this give Sony an opportunity to charge me more or Mm. make more inconvenient changes because they know they don't have to worry about Microsoft right right outside the gates? Um, So those are like the two things that I care about. And I don't currently see those being affected, but we'll kind of talk through those um with a couple different points I have here um now the the first thing i've been the main argument that I've seen online right is that um uh, there is no wonder gonna be a reason to buy an xbox um mm-hmm. for this um, like if you can get basically every main console title on the p s five how can Xbox convince you to still buy a console and is game pass a strong enough offering is first party, you know, day and date releases a big enough offering. Give me your thoughts on that.
1: I mean, you know, I was kind of on that camp of there's no point of having an Xbox when, you know, we, when PC game pass was introduced, you know, way back when, I was like, if mm-hmm. I got a PC, then there's no point in even having a game. You might as well just get a PC. It's you know, Like you said, it is a more well-rounded machine anyways. I think that even if they do come 6 to 12 months later to other platforms, PlayStation or Switch, I mean, what are you going to – I think that – FOMO will still be a strong enough motivator for a lot of people. You know, no, you know people are going to want to be a part of the conversation when a game comes out, even if a game launches buggy, even if a game has problems uh, on launch or, you know, in the first couple of months, people are going to want to play, like, people want to play these games in the first place. Why are you going to sit there and say, oh, well, I, I mean, it it, was, it would be one thing if it was like, oh, okay, these are games that you're the only kind, you're on the fence for, you're like, eh, maybe I don't care about it, but if this is a game you're excited for, you're going to want to play that game as soon as you possibly can, so why not invest in that, you know, make that one-time purchase, get a Series S or something for $150, 200 or something, so that way you can be a part of the Xbox ecosystem and then play it day one. So, I think that there's still a use case for it. Now, being said, are we going to get you know we're gonna have the same level of like power to these consoles as if we move forward as we move forward you know in future generations i don't know i feel like like, meaning like you know is it even is microsoft gonna go above and beyond and try to like match the playstation 5 in terms of like you know going spec for specs i feel like every generation mm -hmm. has always been you know ooh. We're competing. We're competing in terms of like, okay, well, we got these mini teraflops. We got XYZ features, blah, blah, blah. Is there a reason for them to compete anymore when pretty much all, you know, if PlayStation offers that high-end experience then they can just offer like, you know, the quick and dirty experience with the Series S going forward. I don't know. This Mm -hmm. is something I was thinking about. But yeah, overall, I think that there still will be a use case. And I think that people have been slightly overreacting which mm. you know is the case with most things in the world.
0: I would say uh, I, I agree that there's still a use case, but it entirely depends on Xbox uh and their, the quality of their titles going forward. I think the mm. problem that they would have if they let games be, you know, come uh, six months to a year later on PlayStation is the same problem they have now. Right. Like what reason is there to buy an Xbox today? Like, if you if the games aren't enticing enough to want to make you want to go out and buy them six months early, I feel like that's just a failure as as a developer. And like who knows, Fable might drop next year and people will see that and be like, yo, I cannot I cannot wait six months or twelve months to play. I gotta see and it's getting ten out of tens, like it's 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 like the GTA effect, right? Look at GTA and that announcement and them saying it's not coming on PC. Me, you would love to play that shit on PC, but we can't wait a year for this shit to yeah, come up. We no. have to play that. I now. forgot
1: about that. That makes me mad just thinking of. Yeah, you know it does make me. <laughs> heat but like
0: the <laughs> same thing about Last of Us Part Two. Like even if Last of Us Part Two eventually came to, and that's a weird. I think because I just saw the documentary. But Last mm-hmm. was Part 2, Spider-Man 2, even though those games were apparently coming to Xbox a year later, I'm like, a ye- I can't wait a year to play Spider-Man. Maybe, Hell like you no. said, maybe if you were on the fence. But I think it's Xbox's job to push you way over on the fence and be like, sure, it's coming there a year later, but can you wait that long because this is so fire? Uh, and mm-hmm. I feel like they failed to do that. 10 times over. Starfield was their best bet, but I think the narrative the narrative behind Starfield kind of got out of hand really quickly. Um and I think Starfield still stole, sold so pretty well and you know, like revenue and sales-wise it did a good job, but I don't I think it could have been way better if the game had satif- sat- satisfied everybody's desires. All right. Let's say if the scripts were flipped and PlayStation was making this announcement In terms of moving their titles to Xbox, right? Um, I don't think people would be as worried, right? Because even if God of War came a year later to Xbox, I think people would still say, well, I already, first of all, I either already have a PlayStation or I'm not going to wait a year to play God of War. I'm not going to wait a year to play the, the next Last of Us project because PlayStation has solidified themselves as those guys PlayStation is him and people want to play them as they come out. Right. So I think the majority of the audience wouldn't care. Um, And I think that's kind of the problem that Xbox has right now is like the titles aren't banging enough to where people say it doesn't matter if it comes later, because I want to play on Xbox as soon as possible because I know that they have a, a level of quality that I just can't ignore. So I think, That's the problem that Microsoft has to solve. Even if they didn't make that change, they still have to solve that problem. They still have to have some consistency. And maybe this will be the year, maybe with Hellblade and and Indiana Jones, and maybe about, maybe we'll see a little more consistency, Um, but only time will tell. For sure. So another thing I've been seeing is that basically this is going to death spiral, where uh, people <laughs> there's going to be no reason to buy an Xbox, and if there's no reason to buy an Xbox, people aren't gonna people aren't gonna buy Xboxes, so they're gonna get outsold even more than they already are, and mm-hmm. at that point, other third-party publishers are gonna say, "Why do I even develop games for Xbox?" Which would basically create even more of a drought content drought scenario than is already on xbox because xbox doesn't have like final fantasy 7 remake and stellar blade and some other you know big exclusives uh to to the point where xbox is going to be like it's not even worth making hardware anymore do you think that we get to that point do you think do you see a path leading to to the death spiral of the hardware within you know let's
1: say five years definitely not within five years no um I mean, I think, you know, anything can always happen, but I highly doubt this is something that would happen and spiral at the rate that people are kind of, you know, anticipating it to They're thinking that like, you know, this decision comes out next week and then all of a sudden everything like, you know, the like shit is completely hit the fan and everything's just completely gone and they're just going to be in scramble mode and just give up. Like, I don't think that that's, I think it'll be, if it's going to be a death, it'll be a slow death pretty much. Mm-hmm. But I don't even, mm-hmm. and even then. I'm not too confident that uh, Microsoft or, you know, Xbox is going to die out in the way that people think that mm-hmm. it is. So that's pretty much yeah. where I'm at right now.
0: I kind of, I kind of agree. I think like, even if you look at Steam Deck, for example, Steam Deck came out and they had several different competitors where their, their, their games are easily playable on that other hardware. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I think Steam Deck, Steam has worked hard to make sure that, Steam is the best place to play Steam games. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, sure, you could play it on your Asus ROG Ally or (laughs) whatever other handheld there is, but the Steam Deck is just such a comfortable experience and so seamless between the games. Like, I can't imagine having any other handheld other than the Steam Deck to to integrate with my Steam library. Um, If Xbox can find that same magic like right now i don't feel like they have that i mean maybe they do because like you can there's xbox play anywhere uh where you can buy your game on your xbox and also play on the pc or whatever so they kind of have it but i feel like it's not as seamless as it should be at this point in the game uh so i think as long as they find that rhythm and they show people hey look if you buy an xbox like sure it's gonna come later on playstation but these are all the benefits of the ecosystem you get kind of like the iPhone in the, in the blue bubble. Like these are the benefits you get from just, just buying an Xbox and being in the ecosystem. As long as they, you know, as long as the third party support is still there and it's just not like dismal. If they kind of build that ecosystem and say, this is why, then I, I don't think, I think we'll still see another console next generation. Um, and I think, you know, it might be weird, like The situation, the news might be weird. It might ch- change some things up and how people you know view Xbox and X, Y, and Z, but I think I don't think it's going to death spiral if Microsoft can walk the line right, which is not a guarantee.
1: Right. Moral of the story is that everybody just calm sure. the hell down. Calm the hell was, down. Let, let Xbox talk. Like, don't, don't just sit there and form your opinion based off of what you know what you're hearing through the grapevine. Like mm. we're civilized people. We operate on, you know, what we know is a fact. Don't operate on stuff that you think is a fact. Come on yep, now.
0: Yeah. And I guess to kind of close this out is like, where do we go from here? Like, what do we think Microsoft's gonna say? What what do we what would the ideal situation be? Let's say this news is happening in some shape or form. What would the ideal like situation B if games are going to go to PlayStation and, and then and, and switch regardless. Um, f- in my opinion, I think exactly like I talked about with the steam deck, I think Microsoft should do something very similar. Um, if they're not working on like a seamless operating system, an Xbox operating system, not windows. Like if they're not working on a seamless operating system, I think that should be their number one priority. It probably should have been their num- number one priority years ago but (laughs) like i think having a operating system that you add on you it runs on the xbox if they had it handheld it runs on the handheld and you basically just have this seamless operating system that people can be familiar with and you know like builds that brand identity and builds that ecosystem that makes people be like oh shit this is nice like if i play my games on playstation sure i can do it but it's clunky But when I have it on my my Xbox, when I have my Xbox handheld next generation or whatever, like this shit is just so smooth that I can't. I can't play it anywhere else, and that doesn't extend to just console and handheld that extends to on Google Chrome or in their own Chrome stick or whatever they have. Plug that shit up to your TV now it's seamless between your PC, Xbox, handheld and like. I I feel like I know they've been trying this. I know they've had to have been like internally testing this, but I think if you're going to make that move over to PlayStation, I feel like this announcement has to be very soon, very soon. And at the latest mm-hmm. leading into the next generation, like when people are once again, figuring out which console to buy, I think you already have similar to how they introduced us to the series S with the Xbox one S last generation, they need to like introduce us to whatever new platform is going to drive the next generation of Xbox a few years before we actually get there to be like, hey guys, like you know we're ending off the Xbox Series generation with this new, brand new operating system that you can run on your TV and blah blah blah, and then like when the when the time when it, when the time comes to like launch the new console, then people are, like you know oh shit I can use this console with my TV in this they way and my know. PC yeah. like I feel like that has to be like that has to be the power play at this point. Everything else doesn't really excite me because I, like you said, like, do they still compete with PlayStation on a power to power level? Like how, like, how do you beat out PlayStation? Especially if people know when they buy their next console that your games are going to get on there at some point, like, I don't know. So there might be other paths forward, but I think you know, focusing on like a seamless ecosystem more than the actual hardware itself is going to be the move.
1: But they might, they might actually be competing on with PlayStation on who can kill themselves faster. What do you mean? With, uh, with PlayStation going balls to the wall with all these damn live service games. Mm, trying to interest themselves. Yeah. yeah. See who can, I, who can,
0: who can have the greatest <laughs> fuck up? Honestly, like, yeah, it's getting pretty interesting where. PlayStation clearly has gotten to this point where shit has just gotten way too expensive to make. And like to make a last of us project to make a ghost of Tsushima two, it costs hundreds of millions of dollars and making those types of games just are not sustainable. Um, especially when Spider-Man two is your best selling, you know, uh, project and even like based off of the leaks even spider-man 2 they're they're trying to figure out Did do we really need to spend this fucking much to make this game um so playstation has to figure out a a different method to make money xbox clearly with fucking 60 some studios needs to figure out a way to you know start raking in the profits at a higher pace um so yeah you're right uh who knows how they're gonna solve this problem who knows like what sony is gonna do long term right like I don't believe that PlayStation strategy as it is today is super sustainable either. Like I think there has to be some pivot and maybe live service ends up working out for them, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's some, some shifts have to be made. The only person that doesn't mm-hmm. have to shift is Nintendo because <laughs> they're selling How do they do it, bro. How do they do tw- it? What did they say? 20 million copies of tears of the kingdom last year. Which was the second best selling game, only to Hogwarts Legacy. Like they and their shit is on like old ass tech.
1: Like I don't know how Hogwarts much. Hogwarts Legacy to me. is a multi platform title. Yeah, and this is every, all on it's one. on everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Ow.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah. I I think we've kind of talked through it. So is the console war over? let's say if xbox starts publishing on playstation do you think people will just shut the fuck up or do you think somehow we're still gonna people are gonna be saying this game that got published on playstation is better than the first parties how do you what do you yeah, like the kinda, playstation side they're gonna say this game is shit but it's still on playstation like what are we what are we doing here
1: yeah yeah i think you kind of hit the nail on the head there people are gonna you know if they see the name xbox attached to something they're gonna their little monkey brains are gonna activate, the neurons are gonna start firing, and they're gonna say, Well actually, you know, just start, you know, talking poo-poo out of their mouths. The console wars, something that should have ended along when we were children, because you know, I think it's a ch- it's a children's game, really, where it's like, Oh I have mine is better than yours, blah, blah, blah. Red is better than blue, blah, blah, blah. what are we doing nowadays this children's game is going on long enough and i think that unfortunately it probably will just change forms and it might not even be called console wars it might just be called like platform wars or like service wars or something like you know i don't know but (laughs) it's gonna be publisher wars. it's it's gonna be there but just in a different form i feel
0: i just imagine somebody talking about like the console wars, like they're talking about Netflix and Disney plus or something like somebody being like <laughs> Netflix put out <laughs> stranger <laughs> things. season Three. <laughs> what does Disney plus have? It's like, bro,
1: what? You know somebody's out there talking like that.
0: Okay. And, and before we kind of leave off here, what do you think Phil Spencer says next week? What, do, what, what's your best guess on like what comes out of his mouth in terms of what he says, this business
1: changes. I think if Phil Spencer is going to come out there and he's going to be like, I ain't never even heard. I haven't even heard any of this shit, bro. This is news to me. And that's it. I mean, he's gonna, okay. leave, he's gonna go, and it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be real. The rumors were just made up, and everybody Completely ran with it Completely, Completely fake, fake news. No, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we've gotten to this weird point where all rumors are literally they are fact for some goddamn reason. <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since like a rumor has been like a rumor. It's like oh. well. It was just a rumor. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, didn't have any sub- substance to it. Nowadays, rumors are basically just leaks. Yeah. So, what would he say? I mean, maybe they, maybe they just accelerate their marketing on it and then just say, hey, look, this is the decision that we've been coming to the conclusion. This is what we had to do to get our Activision Blizzard deal to go through and have Sony not, uh, you know, try to, try to fight us on this. We, we gave them a little, we threw them a little bone. I don't know. Do you, th- something, something do you like think that.
0: it's going to be all first party games? Some.
1: I could see it being something like, uh, "Oh, we're not going to do all. It's just going to be a select few titles." And then as the years go on, it will eventually kind of just become the cadence of like, "Oh, yeah, it's going to be all of them." Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's, you know, in a, in a similar way, that's kind of where PlayStation has been moving in terms of the, uh, you know, Sony to or PlayStation to PC pipeline. Where mm-hmm. it was like, oh well, we might here have Spider-Man here have God of War from like four years ago because I think or maybe like three years ago because that's when it came out. Um, but now it's just pretty. I feel like pretty much every everything is going new yeah. game that's coming out. We, you kind of have an expectation. I think it's an unspoken rule, but kind of an expectation.
0: Yeah, so I can um, see something
1: like that happening. I have no clue. I have
0: no fucking clue what's going to come out of this. That's man's the right work. answer. Yes. He has a he has a hard job in that now that people have rumored everything under the sun he has to somehow frame it like I doubt that he wants to give anything definitive like it doesn't right. really help him or Xbox to say every first party unless you're like this is the decision every first party is coming to PlayStation six to 12 months after first of all I feel like that may paint your developers in a weird thing because now they have to they have a timeline that they need to adhere to (laughs) and like now playstation customers are expecting something and who knows if they can deliver things at that that pace uh but also once you say it you can't go back on it once you say everything's coming everything's coming so uh i don't know if he can say anything to make Console warriors or general people happy, Xbox owners happy, but I will. I am damn interested to see him try because Phil Phil Spencer, this is like this is like Jesus talking to disciples. Phil Spencer coming down talking, they take this man's word as gospel, and they're like, "Yes, sir, i'll I'll drink the (laughs) I'll drink the the blood of my Xbox and eat my my controller wafer or whatever the fuck." And you know, no, I'll just take the pill, go back in the matrix. The headset slipped off a little bit this week. Phil Spencer just got to slip them back in. <laughs> so uh <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um I, long story short, neither of us think the the sky is falling. Uh it's definitely gonna be a change, but if Xbox can make good games, if Xbox can get their ecosystem straight, which they probably should have been doing, not even probably, they definitely should have been doing all this time, anyways. Uh maybe I they think have been. They maybe were,
1: that's what's been going on the, under the hood.
0: I doubt it, bro. I doubt it. I mean, maybe. For this moment? I, doubt it, though. I don't know. Because it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Like, it, there's no way they could they have prepared the right marketing beats to. This happens to Xbox every fucking time, bro. I don't know if I ever heard <laughs> Xbox news come straight from <laughs> their straight mouth, bro. bro. The Xbox Series S got leaked. Like, I feel like Starfield reviews were coming out before the game had dropped. Like, you know redfall we knew redfall was shit before that game even came out like <laughs> every piece of bad news they that should tighten out. up they need to tighten up bro because it is crazy but um yeah we'll see we'll see next week we will probably be part two of this conversation hopefully the first part of this conversation didn't get cut off uh and if it did i hope you enjoyed my recap of the episode but uh let us know in the discord actually don't let us fucking know. i'm tired of talking about this uh listen to just enjoy this episode <laughs> let us know if you're excited for final fantasy 7 remake yeah. part 2 all right you know
1: let us know but don't let Other us know too that, much don't don't play the demo nah, don't be spoiling don't play the demo
0: it. if you play the demo you're getting banned from the discord i'm telling you that right Ooh, now we don't crazy. play those types of games Anyways, let us know. Uh go into the podcast episode channel if you want to let us know your opinions on Xbox. Uh are is are you selling your Xbox or are you canceling Game Pass? I'll never cancel Game Pass. If Game I Pass was one I'll subscriber, it's me. It's me. I've never canceled fucking Game Pass. It might, right? not,
1: if it is one subscriber, that means that you must have died because it's me. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a subscriber. Mean,
0: honestly true. True. Uh with that being said though, thank you all for listening, to player player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcast podcasting platform of choice us five stars on iTunes and Spotify and tell your friends about us if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show visit playerplayerpod.com slash discord uh, or you can follow us on social media if you want honestly just join join discord playerplayerpod.com slash discord big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music you can follow him at the Miller channel on Instagram you can find me on social media as the hoop man where the E is a three you can find my co-host our sin here as Pax Arseneca on Twitter and Twitch or our sin like, on Instagram and with that Go play your Game Pass. Go play Persona 3 Reload. Uh, sleep tight. Don't, don't lose any sleep over this. Uh, don't worry. Phil Spencer will get all his warriors back on the front lines by next week. All right. This is just a little Sir, Yes, sir. The console war rages on. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good weekend. Listen to our cooldown tomorrow. Goodbye.
1: Peace.